welcome to Without the Footnotes with me, your host, Esther Rini. On this week's episode, I'll be talking about the Holocaust in Romania. Hi friends and welcome to season three, episode five of Without the Footnotes, not your typical Holocaust lecture with me, your host, Esther Rini, as you heard from the, the intro. Um, it's another really hot day here in Berlin. We've been, well, the weather was a bit rubbish last week, but we, we're back to the really hot weather. Um, typically, as I'm recording, I always record on a Monday, so it's probably probably going to be quite a short and sweet episode this week as well, just because, once again, all the windows, all the doors are closed, the fan is off, my house is like a sweat box, um, but still, quality information. So this week I'm going to be speaking about Romania, somewhat um, following on from Hungary, the episode last week, if you did have a chance to listen to that, and I'll just be going over the basics as per usual, and... Um, yeah, that's going to be the focus of this week. Trying to think if I have any updates or any news to tell you, but I don't think so. I hope everyone is enjoying the summertime and the somewhat freedom that we have. Um, I've just been really enjoying just the just being able to be outside and the really long light evenings, which is great after so long in Germany being on lockdown so yeah I hope everyone is doing the same and just enjoying the summer and yeah I don't think I have any news or any updates to tell you so let's just crack on with the episode Okay, so here we go with Romania. So although Romania was never occupied by Nazi Germany during the war, from November of 1940, Romania joined the Axis alliance after King Carol II was forced to abdicate and the fascist regime called the National Legionary State, led by General Ian Ian, Ion Antonescu, came into power. So Antonescu used his position to bring in members of the Iron Guard, a highly anti-Semitic far-right political party, into the government. And Romania had also had a long history of anti-Semitism, particularly focused on Jewish people living in the eastern borderlands because of their perceived ties to Soviet Bolshevism. And um, in the first series, if you want to know more about anti-Semitism and how it's connected to Bolshevism, then um, there is an episode about that, so go check that out. Um, So after the National... um, The National Legionary State came into power. Restrictive measures against Jewish people were implemented basically straight away. And Jewish-owned businesses were either robbed or seized by the Iron Guard. Jews were excluded from almost all lines of work and they were excluded from all areas of education, regardless if you were a student or a teacher or anything. And Jewish people were banned from owning rural property. And as of the 27th of July in 1941, Jewish people were no longer allowed to travel. So also that same month, so July of 1941, the first concentration camps were set up in Romania also. Um, Jewish people were assaulted 
and at times killed in the street. And after a three-day civil war in which the Iron Guard rose up against the regime, they carried out a brutal pogrom in Bucharest. Now, I will just insert a trigger warning here, as this is quite a disturbing description of what happened. Um, So just skip forward probably like 15, 30 seconds. Um, So in a Bucharest slaughterhouse, um, dozens of Jewish civilians were killed, and this by the Iron Guard. After their murder, their bodies were hung from hooks in the slaughterhouse and mutilated, and the point was to brutally imitate kosher slaughtering practices so just a really horrendous uh, pogrom that happened there and in june of 1941 romania aided nazi germany in invading the soviet union so operation barbarossa and within days Another pogrom was committed in Moldavia and this is where 4,000 Jewish people were shot um, at a police headquarters in the streets and in their homes. Thousands more were arrested and deported to towns located outside of the city with many people dying of starvation and dehydration en route. Um, The uh, Romanian army actually, um, the Romanian army and the police collaborated with the German SS in massacring thousands of Jewish people in Bessarabia and Transnistria. And this was carried out again by shooting. And people who survived this were then forced to live in ghettos and also used for forced labour. After a few months, those that were still alive were deported to different camps and ghettos in Transnistria, where many people died of disease, starvation and exposure. Many Jewish people were also murdered by the Romanian or German guard units of these ghettos and camps. And if you go onto sites such as the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum or um, Yad Vashem, you can find... um, Uh, historical photos from um, these camps and uh, these events that actually took um, took place if you're interested in those kinds of um, in those kinds of things so in um, August of 1944 an anti-fascist group called the National Democratic Bloc overthrew Antonescu's government and signed an agreement stating that Romania was no longer part of the Axis alliance It's estimated that between 1941 and 1944, between 150 to 250,000 Romanian and Ukrainian Jews were murdered at the hands of the German and Roman authorities. It's thought that around 220,000 Romanian Jews were murdered or died from mistreatment during the Holocaust, and that includes 90,000 Jews that were deported to Auschwitz by Hungarian authorities. So in total, it is understood that around 420,000 um, Jews that had previously been living living in Romania died during the Holocaust, and although Antonescu and some other offici- uh, other officials were tried after the war, um, Antonescu was actually executed. Many Romanian perpetrators were never brought to trial, and then post-war, because of the Cold War and the the kind of communist bloc that happened after that, there were kind of years of silence on Romania's um, involvement in the Holocaust. It was overlooked, denied. Um, It wasn't uh, kind of focused on um, when teaching history or um, 
kind of owning up to being complicit in the Holocaust and perpetrating a genocide. And it wasn't until after 1989 that then um, Romanians started to kind of take a look at their past and and slowly, very, very slowly um, kind of admit to the participation and the collaboration that was happening in Romania. I think it is, I think it wasn't until 2004 um, was there a memorial day for the victims and I did read somewhere that I think it's this year that someone was the first time ever someone was convicted convicted for holocaust denial in Romania um, but yeah there was this huge like decades and decades of silence about it so it really is a country that has been kind of working towards reconciling the fact that this history was ignored for so long and denied and um, actually, as I've just mentioned very briefly, was um, hugely complicit in the perpetration of um, the Holocaust against Romanian and Ukrainian Jews as well. Um, so that, I know that was very, very short, but that is the Holocaust in Romania in a nutshell obviously there's much more information that you can find out there um books and 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 the like um but yeah as I go country by country I just like to give like the main important things that I think um give you the best overview of what happened in Romania um what happened in that country sorry um so as in terms of like recommendations um this week, I would highly recommend that you check out the works of Elie Wiesel. You may have heard me mention his book, Night, previously on the podcast. He is one of my absolute favourite thinkers when it comes to understanding the Holocaust and the human condition. And Night is a very, very famous book. It tells his story and his experience during the Holocaust. He was Romanian. Um, it's usually taught in schools, um, which is kind of questionable. Um, I'm not sure that I would give that book to teenagers. It's it is pretty heavy, um, quite dark, but obviously because um, Elie Wiesel was actually um, imprisoned in Auschwitz and um, he writes very honestly about his experiences and um, how he lost his family and like kind of his philosophy on life and that kind of thing. Um, and post-Holocaust, he dedicated his life to human rights. And you may have heard one of his fam famous quotes before, which is, um, the opposite of love is not hate, it, it's indifference. Um, that one is, that quote is used quite a lot. And I actually think it's very true. Um, he was very focused on the indifference of um, when, when the, uh, the Holocaust was being perpetrated against Jewish people, how the bystander effect of it all actually was the wor one of the worst things to know that people knew this perpetration was happening but they weren't doing anything to help innocent people so yeah I would encourage you to check out of his work you can just google his name it's books speeches interviews a ton of stuff will come up um just yeah have a little read and see what you're interested in uh if that's your thing um, so check him out. I would also urge you to check out the survival story of David Stolia, or Stolia, um, who was a refugee from Romania. He was aboard a ship that was allowed, actually allowed to leave Romania, and it was destined for Palestine. And on the way, it was torpedoed by the Soviets, and David actually ended up being the only survivor of the shipwreck so it's an incredible story um obviously incredibly sad because everybody perished aside from him but um 
yeah if you're interested in survival survival stories those are two of the main ones that I would suggest that you have a look at um so yeah if you're interested have a little google and see what you find see what interests you and I feel like that flew by today but that is what uh, the holocaust in Romania in a nutshell um as ever if you want to contact me it's info at withoutthefootnotes.org or you can reach me on instagram at withoutthefootnotes um I'm always happy to and open to questions or yeah ideas whatever it is you want to discuss I'm open to it um please don't forget to rate review and subscribe maybe recommend to a friend or I don't know somebody who you think might find this podcast interesting and with that being said I think that's everything that I have to say for today so I will catch you next time ciao